What is up, everybody? You don't want to miss today's show. We got some great topics, including Dave Chappelle gets emotional about Key and Peele. Ivanka Trump officially moves to the West Wing as an advisor, and a study reveals that drivers don't like to stop for black folks. Go figure. All that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did we get the little spotlight today? And I'm ready to swing. Pick up my girls and hit the party sing. The remix of Thursday. Oh, it's alright. Mm-hmm. So get up and let this funky mellow groove get you in the mood. Cause you know it's alright. Alright, we are right up in here because we have Black Hollywood Lives this week. What is up, everybody? I'm Daryl Christian. Joining me is Courtney Stewart. What's up, y'all? You gave it a little shoulder on that, too. You were like, hey. No, like, for real, like, me and Aaliyah was like this. Like, I thought I was Aaliyah for, like, most of middle school. Next week, she'll rock the boat. I like rocked sunglasses. Well, that was before she was rocking a boat. That was uh, when she only wore sunglasses and overalls and a bra. Um, so age wasn't nothing but a number. Age wasn't nothing but a number. I tried to get out the house in my overalls and my sports bra. My mama was like, no, girl, it's not going down. But, you I know. feel that. I'm, I'm, going going down. I'm learning a lot more stuff about you that I didn't even know. You was baby Aaliyah. What up, DJ Jesse J, who's popular? Today, hey. Hey. I wasn't uh, Aaliyah, but I used to dress like Criss Cross and wear you, my clothes. You sure did. I did that too, though. <laughs> was you Chris or Cross? I was both. We were all uh, Jesse Chris Mother. We were all Criss Cross. I was Jesse Criss Cross Jandy. Okay, all right. Yes. I'll take that. And our special guest today, you've probably seen him on other BHL shows. Yep, he yep. is our political correspondent and the host Bougie. of Political Culture. I'm just rocking some fabulous. Rocks, rocking his Tom Cruise <laughs> top gun brown leather jacket. Ish. What was Top Gun? I, I wanted to come Top Gun. Top Gun. I'm on one what was today. His top gun name? What was his Top Gun name? Uh, that was the one time I thought Ma- Tom Maverick. Was Maverick. 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 That's what it was. Maverick. Maverick. I, I should have worked. I, I need like the right Maverick. Like they matched. Like That's what I need. I okay. need to, to do it all Put together. Put the aviators on. There, there you go. His hey. name is Drexel Herb, but today we're going to call him Drexel Cruz. That's right. Hey. Except I'm not a Scientologist. That's a different day, a different time. Y'all know they opened that big old building down the street. They did. It's right down the street. I didn't know it was going to be a Scientology building. And I was trying to go to the car wash. And it was a big old Scientology sign out front. I was like, And I don't mean to sound ignorant, but like, if you go through the emojis and like the buildings, there's this one building that I'm just kind of like, is that a Scientology building? It probably is. I don't like that kind of energy this close. They, I'm, and I'm that's a sip a big, on that. it looks It's huge. No, it's beautiful, but it's huge. Like it's not a small mm-hmm. situation. They want it's it not a small beautiful. situation. Yeah, they Hollywood. They playing, y'all. In. They playing. Where you in? Moving on up. All right. Well, we got some great topics today. It's almost the weekend. I can't wait. It's you guys got big plans? Always. Wait, 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 going to see Power Rangers tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. It's out tomorrow. Yeah. It's out today. Well, in LA. It is out today. I definitely have to do that. Did you see Beauty and the Beast? Tomorrow we're going to see that. I still haven't seen Beauty and the Beast. I'm a movie hopper. Like, literally a movie hopper. Well, I'm, a, I'm a lazy movie person, so if I didn't get the screening invite, I don't Ooh, look go at you. on time. I, I it looks like we haven't been getting a lot of invites this week, though. We, I know, you know? right? 
I know. Yeah, what's up with we that? We ain't gonna talk about. We ain't gonna talk about. Well, you know, that, but y'all need to check out <laughs> our sister Stacy Ike. Stacy Ike. BHL. alum. She has her own show on the own network called Own Tonight. Y'all need to check her out on Thursday nights. I think it's at eleven o'clock. Eleven p.m. Eleven p.m. It's late. It's late. But y'all check it out. It's like watch what happens live. Even better. Even better. And Stacy Ike is pumping it up out there. Another thing you guys need to check out this weekend is the movie Life. So I got to go to this. Uh, maze thing it was an escape room uh, themed as the movie Life so the movie is like kind of like an alien they find this creature in outer space and it gets lost on the ship was that at the Scientology building I was about to say did you escape (laughs) an alien so it is good it was with Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds right and I was supposed to go see it the other night but I didn't go because traffic well go this weekend and see it because so we had to do this uh, maze thing where we're on this spaceship and half of the crew gets lost, and we have to find each other on this ship. Uh, so check out our social media because we're going to be uploading. Me and Tiana did this, and we'll be uploading our adventure um, after the show. So check out Life in right. theaters this tomorrow. And I'm going to throw this in because I know I was late to it, but I did see Get Out last week. And Finally. I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again because it was so good. I mean, I loved it. So if you haven't seen it, please go check it out. I know I'm late to the game, but it was worth it. Yeah. So and he's still, I mean, he was at $120 million last weekend, so yes. it's still growing by word of mouth. Growing. So you still can give him some more money. So Boom. Speaking of more money, more money, more money, mo Colin money. Kaepernick, he's donating some more money. Mm-hmm. So there's this whole thing because Trump has done these budget cuts and whatnot, and Meals on Wheels is one of them that's going to be getting cut. So apparently when the government does that, it's I think it's 3%. Yes. That gets taken away from them uh, as far as funding. Um, so some people are bugging out. Some people are like, well, I mean, people will always donate money to that and come out to show it that Colin Kaepernick was one of them. He donated $50,000. Again, once Trump had announced this, he had put the offer in to uh, donate money. Um, so shout out to Colin. Yeah. You guys say good that? stuff. Uh, it's good stuff. And, you know, it's a whole thing around Trump throwing all that shade towards him as far as since he's trying to find a new team. So is it right? I found a couple of facts about this, which I Trump thought was kind of shading cool. people. Like. Trump needs to stop shading people. If you guys don't know, basically what's happened is Colin is, is looking for another team. So um, no team has come aboard quite yet. Uh, he's remained in the open market. But basically Trump said that he's the reason that basically that Colin cannot get onto another team because people, the, the coaches and the, the owners are fearful that Trump will send a nasty tweet about their team, um, which is quite funny out of all things. But then this is what a lawyer had said today, I read an article about this, is that Trump actually could be in violation of legal action from Colin because it's something called the, uh, let's see, it's it's revealed as the, the, the intentional interference with the contractual relations because if he's saying certain things and striking fear into, you know, these owners that basically, you know, many of them who also gave him money towards, you know, the campaign, that basically this could be a legal action that Colin could put upon him later on. So it'd be interesting to see if, if Colin would go back and sue the president because he can only hide for so long, you know, behind the presidency. Like, the whole Twitter thing and the president is just like, it freaks we, me out. I know, can we just stop? Like, like, just the fact that we keep, like, using tweets and bringing tweets, well, the president tweeted a minute ago. And, and it's this- not even, like, tweets about, like, life, like, <laughs> something that matters. Like, it's tweets about petty 
nonsense that you would do as like a petty nonsensical human being. Yeah. Like and I'm like you're the president and you're yeah, I live tweets TMZ all day. Like I don't even follow Trump on Twitter. I don't follow the Donald Trump handle or the POTUS handle anymore. But nope. but I do see all of his tweets because everybody retweets them, so I just yeah. look at them and that's how it is. But <clears throat> I don't I think with Colin Kaepernick, I think for for from a like a person who doesn't watch football as much I'm too busy watching the news. Um, I would, I'm interested to know how good Colin Kaepernick is. Me too. You know what I mean? Because like, if we were putting this much energy into talking about him, he better be good enough for a team to real for a team to be making a decision to not pick. Like that's a if he was a great quarterback, teams would be flocking to him regardless of if. He, regardless of what Donald Trump said. I mean, well, does no, this also the, stem from the knee thing? Well, I was going to say, it's yeah. sort of a bigger issue. It's not that he's not a great quarterback. It, actually, that's... Is he that, a quarterback? He, I have no idea what he does. Yeah, he's he, a like, yeah. I know yeah. of him. It's, he is a quarterback? He's he was like second... I, I don't think he was their, their first string quarterback. Oh. Oh. We're going to do this. Why, this is what I do on Jesse reality. Just go over But the thing is, is Colin Kaepernick good? No, no, he's he's great. That's not the issue. The issue is he's that they're the saying lead. he's good. They're saying that it, it might be just the fear of of owners taking on the extra stuff around him. He's been very, you know, wah, wah, he's been wah. very vocal about how he feels. So about really, what they're things, trying so. to say is they more scared of his like Black Lives Matter like right. advocacy. Actually, yeah. I, can the fact that I can he's tell you what team he's about. not gonna go to. Yeah. Since Which 2016, the- they've been talking about the downfall like of him his playing. But, but he's still a good player. But 2016 no, is I when just, he started getting on a knee. Oh, yeah, that's right. true. I just get meant, I just meant how good is he, is he such a great player, or is he good enough to where teams won't feel, be as fearful? He's not Tom like, Brady. Like, he's not, like, he's not yeah. Tom Brady. He's not, he, yeah, he's no, not he's one not, of these bigger no. players. No. He's a second-string quarterback who kind of plays occasionally on the 40, or who yeah. could be played occasionally on 49ers. But, like, he won't go to the Broncos because John Elway, who I think sits on the board of directors for Broncos, like, sent out a letter on the Broncos letterhead that was in favor of Neil Gorsuch, who is a Supreme Court nominee right now, who's yeah. doing his hearings right now, on the Broncos letterhead about his support for the well, president's choice for Supreme know, Court. He's standing for his team. I mean, well, he's standing up for his man, Donald Trump. His team. Oh, wait, I was like, his wait, team. what? <laughs> Jesse was like, his, <laughs> his, his man. Well, listen, if it doesn't work out for football, he does have a career in politics. Exactly. Like, in the end, like, you've made enough money. You can flip it, you know what I mean? To do something, you can continue to work. He can fund opponents. Thank you. That's true. I don't say Democrats, I say fund opponents because they don't have to be Democrats because the goal is to get away from Republicans. That's my opinion. Moving on. I love that you said that. I don't believe in the two party system, it's a failure. Agreed. Moving on from that, speaking of a two party system, system <laughs> so dave Chappelle had an interview with miss gail king the other day yes, and um got all up in his feelings um and i loved it though really okay i, I did too because i love very him. vulnerable i thought he's vulnerable yeah okay so basically the, he, th- this is what's making headlines is that he came out to say that he feels some sort of way because of key and peele's uh sitcom show um sketch show so he basically feels that he deserves some sort of credit because when he was on the network, he was doing the same type of content, but he had to fight the network to do certain things. Like when he did the uh, black, white supremacist thing, he he was like, that was a 10-minute sketch. But the network would fight him and be like, you can't do 10 minutes. And, you know, he fought for all these things. And then now it hurts him watching Key and Peele's show. And then at the end of the credits, it says created by Key and Peele. And 
I want to almost be like, is this like really like, are we really going to Nicki Minaj and Lil' Kim this right now? Like, Yes, we are. <laughs> see, I just don't see, the, the shows are very different and they came on in two different times. That's but, what but, it, but, 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 just, but, but, get, yeah. He kind of created he, the, the idea. It's about the format. The format. It's about the yeah. format. Yes, yeah. but, then that, but, then, but then that's like saying, but then, uh, that's like saying, should all that have credited SNL for, for, for the way that the format, like you can't just say, oh, well the format, Dejaville didn't create the format, formats of skits have been around forever. Now the content just he was pushing, but also the content at the time, it was like, that wasn't going to fly. You know what I mean? Like, right. And they, yeah, it was They were the more scared to put that kind of content I'm out. not certain that the nature of what he was saying was, I want them to put my name no. as created by. Like, And I feel like that's where people kind of got hung up on what he said. I think that the nature of what he was saying was, there was some blood, sweat, and tears behind sure what was established at Comedy Central while I was there that opened a door so that Key and Peele could do what they do. And I don't necessarily feel there's any really homage paid because but, of that. But why should they pay homage to him? Because we should pay homage to the shoulders that we stand on yeah, all but the time. I mean, but and I'm not saying how that should be done. I'm not yeah. saying, right. I'm not indicating how that should be done. But I think that there's a level of uh, homage that should be paid generally because there's some shit that especially black artists go through well, to that's have what I was gonna their... Ask you, Anymore more because of you know being African American talent. Yes, if it was not African, he broke talent, a mold in way. a way and brought content in a way that was not necessarily accepted and being done before that, and that opened a door. And that's not saying that what Key and Peele is doing is owed to Dave Chappelle and that right. their creativity is any less or any of that. Right. But I do think that a door was open because of that, and on some level. I think there's a sensitivity about feeling because I I know if I was Dave Chappelle I'd be like oh they kind of but then it's but like that's who, but then, honestly it's but, Hollywood. Right. Hollywood. I mean, that is Hollywood but, but then who is mean, but like, who, who is he, who is he expecting somebody to come back and be like who does he want to come back and say I don't think he's expecting I think he just it he simply maybe said a mention it, maybe it just a hurt mention. me no, like, and it and it was a genuine conversation it wasn't like it was like this attack on Keith Peel but it, it, you know what I mean? He wasn't saying they owe me this. Yeah. and No, right. it was like, it hurt my feelings. Like, I would, It was just know. an honest response. He, but yeah, it was. I mean, here's the thing. I, I agree with Courtney. I think that they should give him some type of acknowledgement. I mean, look how many musicians give, you know, take from other musicians yeah. prior to them, and they give them acknowledgement and honor them. And I feel like it's no different in this situation. I mean, even if it's a skit that they put together for him, or they include him in a skit, or whatever it may be, I do think that they should... Give him some type of thing. Or even if they was like, the way for so much, so much. Even if they was like just randomly on Instagram and saw that he like had this conversation, and it's not like he was and yeah. forcing or expecting them to do anything. They just be like, brother, we know we stand on your shoulders and right. we appreciate you. Like exactly. that alone, to me, is a public acknowledgement Absolutely. of what you went through to get where you got to so that we could come through the door and do what we're now doing. Right. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't want to be forced into making a public statement. No, that's just forced. me. Like, no, I just, I would course. just be like, well, so now, you just now, stubborn, like, Drexel, well, now, like, now I got to no, make but, a statement about it. Yeah. Now I got to come back and be like, well, Dave Chappelle said this and now he's boohooing to Gail King and now I got to go back and make a statement. Like, that's how I would feel about it. Because I'd be like, well, shit, now I got an Instagram about it. Cause he, and then I would well, see the opposite. If I was Key or Peele, I would look at that interview and be like, Brother, I don't never want you to feel like that. Right, me well, too. Because I receive yeah. you, and I receive you what you did. Because you helped me, I wouldn't be here probably and without And you know what? You Maybe it never occurred to them to be like, yo, yeah. I need to, or should say, whatever. And then be like, yo, it's no skin off my neck. I'm still successful. My shit is going real well. Like, right. yes, you are. <laughs> you did what you did, and I thank you for that. And, and I think that's, that's a good simple. response. I think there's another way. I mean, it depends on who, like... 
you know, you got so many comedians who look up to different comedians, and maybe Dave Chappelle just is not one of those comedians that they look to. Possibly. Maybe agree, maybe, but maybe there's no way at... they were on the Comedy Central without without, without him. Without him. Which, no, 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 with, no, 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 not even that. Without producers at least having some sort of conversation of bringing <clears throat> up the Chappelle. I can't believe, like, as a network, I can't believe that those conversations they, are it wasn't like a pair like Chappelle show did such and such and such let's try like because it's a bunch of old guys, white people right. and comparing guys, shit and, yeah, and, you know? and then they run into the pro- they run into the the problem of being compared to the Chappelle right. show for sure you bring up his name in a conversation or at least at the beginning of how when they created this show when it first started you bring up Chappelle show everything after that is going to be a comparison between your show and Chappelle's show and maybe they just want to avoid that which is true and I, that's why I said this will show their kind of true colors in a sense because to me a good hearted person because I can't also imagine that Keen Peele didn't watch Dave Chappelle so (laughs) I mean who didn't watch Dave Chappelle you know what I'm saying like my mom watched it like (laughs) (laughs) Connie was on it (laughs) but I'm just saying like to kind of say where you piggybacked (laughs) off like for you to be that kind of you know what I mean a a genuine person for you to see something like that and be like oh shoot like or even if you weren't like yo like I respect Dave Chappelle uh, you know but Genuinely, like the things that inspired us were Saturday Night Live, and because we are in a different generation, like it's just natural for us to talk about these certain, uh, you know, conversations and, and stuff. So I don't know. Like I see both sides of it. I think it was interesting for him to you know talk about it, but he's got the sixty million dollars off that Netflix deal. So what you really worried about? Bro? I'm team. On, I'm, I'm team Chappelle. Real good. I was real good too. But I'm team Chappelle. I, yeah, I haven't watched it. I, I haven't watched it. Yeah. Team Chappelle. You go yeah, ahead, brother. I feel you can go dinner with my home state. You from my home state. Nikki should have did it for Kim. That's all I We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about something else. We're going to talk about We're moving on because we're going to move on to Black Girl Magic. This is awesome. And there's so many magical things happening in the black girl world right now. And one of those, I don't want to say black girl, I should say black woman because this um, future doctor is now at Johns Hopkins University as a neurosurgeon resident. Um, her name is Nancy, I'm going to butcher your last name, girl, but Nancy Abu Bonsra, I believe is how you say it. She's the first black woman to be accepted into the Johns Hopkins Neurosurgical Department of Residence. They only accept, they've been accepting residents for the last 30 years. She's the first black woman to be accepted. They only accept two to five residents every year. Not only was she accepted, but so was her husband. Wow. So they just all kinds of smart and educated up in that family, but she was accepted as the first black woman resident and she was quoted as saying, I am very much interested in providing medical care in underserved settings, uh, specifically surgical care. I hope to be able to go back to Ghana over the course of my career to help build sustainable surgical infrastructure. So she wants to help us here. She wants to go back to Ghana. She's 26 years old, I believe, and just doing miraculous things because, girl, neurosurgeon girl. Way to make me feel like a... Made me feel like <laughs> an underachiever. Okay, but she made it, and she's the first one, so she made history on March 17th, which That's was amazing. on Friday. That's she needs to be honored. She is on it. That's why we're bringing up her name, Nancy Abu Bonsra. If I said it wrong, I apologize. Um, So, yeah, making magic, and it's wonderful. And then we have other women that we have to talk about. (laughs) Wait, wait, not not you. Are you side-eyeing it already? You even got to the name yet. I don't want to side at it because I actually really like this woman. I do too. Yeah, like, I really the like thing. this woman. I but, like, it just feels You really like her? Not just. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I even own. Can I just say? I owned a pair of Ivanka Trump shoes, and now when I took them out, because I was like, oh, this really matches this outfit I'm about to wear, I put them on my bed, and I felt 
away about wearing them. And it was just like, they just shoes, Courtney, just put them on, they match. Like, what's going on? But I really did feel a kind of way. And it's not entirely obviously her fault, but I was just like, I can't support this. You know, like, maybe I can't Ivanka be a part should just this. drop the Trump part of her yeah. name on her brain and just be Ivanka. Ivanka. She could one name. Like oh, what's right. her husband's last name? Um, Kushner. Kushner. Yeah. She could be Ivanka Kushner. Okay. She could, that's what I would be. Maybe. She could be Ivanka K. I would just go Ivanka. She don't need nothing else. She'd be Ivanka. Ivanka. And everybody knows she's the only Ivanka. Um, But that being said, um, so basically what what had happened this week is that Miss Ivanka has moved into the West Wing, even though she said clearly that she would not be moving into the White House um, when and if uh, her father became president. But now she is up in the West Wing. She has her own office, along with security clearance and government-issued communication devices. And she is in an unpaid role as an advisor to her father and Ivanka will quote continue to be the eyes and ears of her father and provide candid advice as she has for her entire adult life her attorney Jamie Gorlick said to NPR in an interview and she went on to uh, Jamie went on to say that quote she is intending to spend some time on initiatives that she cares about particularly with regard to women in the workplace and the sort of brought up some ethical issues a little bit when it sort of became official because it's like, okay, girl, now you really up in the White House and admittedly are an advisor and his daughter. And like there's some, there's nepotism laws on the books that are kind of a thing. And so basically they, it's not new that a a president has used his child as sort of an advisor, so to speak. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt did it with his daughter. Um, uh, uh, President George H.W. Bush Bush, used uh, George George Bush Bush. as his daughter. But the rules, uh, sorry, did I say that? (laughs) Yeah, you did. It's okay. I actually really like George Bush now. Like he's become a whole new person now. Michelle Obama has really changed his you, life. You just like, oh, okay, you ain't so bad. Suddenly we got Cheetos in office, and you look like a miraculous form of Jesus. But anyway, <laughs> we're gonna keep moving. <laughs> right. and, yeah, wow. You like somebody else entirely. But so this different, this situation is a little bit different, just because Ivanka will have like an expansive portfolio and not just be offering insight. Like she actually has. Legit influence. She is not sworn in or having to um, get Senate approval. She's just kind of there, able to do whatever she wants. Technically, it's not illegal because um, when President Clinton uh, appointed his wife, Hillary, to sort of head the task force on um, health care back in the 90s, there was sort of this um, debate about the law that was passed in the 60s about nepotism in the White House, basically saying you can't hire your you know, immediate family and stuff and these government jobs. And that sort of was overrun because Hillary was appointed and they decided, like, well, based on what was happening in terms of White House staff, like, that doesn't really apply to government positions. Mm-hmm. But lots of legal heads and professors of law in the country and constitutional law sort of feel like this is a little shady because she's not technically removed from her business responsibilities, even though she's not in the day-to-day workings of her businesses. She's still got the jewelry going on. She's still making clothes, and she's still doing entrepreneurial ventures. Yeah, where, where the fine line, too, is that they were saying Ivanka has stepped down from the management of her clothing. Management day-to-day. But she kept her ownership stake yes, and moved the assets into a trust. she still owns all of it, yes. So she's still running her now she it also she doesn't have a salary right so no. she's, she's no it's an unpaid position she's limiting like her so exposure is that kind to, of a loophole too because she's not getting I, I think I think well from the Hillary Clinton standpoint I think as first lady she used the office of the first lady to do her job to yes. do what she did on health care I think Ivanka could have 
I think the rumor was Ivanka was going to step into the role of what Melania should have been doing. Should have been, yeah. Right? And they can get around that whole thing by moving Ivanka into the East Wing. But they didn't. But they didn't. They moved her from into what the I understand, wing. the the office that Ivanka's going to be moving into was held for her since Donald Trump took office. office. Yeah. So she was just waiting to move into into um, into the West Wing, but. I don't think that her and Jared Kushner wouldn't do anything if they haven't if they haven't cleared. They seem to be the more ethical. Well, let me rephrase it. Ivanka seems to be the more ethical one of the bunch, and this I think she's going to not do anything to kind of disrupt her brand, right? Um, and to go into an in, to it's, be in an ethics spiral. It's really funny that you say that because I think the very idea that she said I will not take a position in the yeah. White House, and then she takes a position. I don't in think the White she's House. taking an actual like. That's a like, position in the White House. I think she's just taking an office in the White House. I think that that. Because she doesn't have a title. That's semantics, and I think it's yeah. bullshit. I mean, it is semantics. I'm so, just saying, like, and she's still using and, governmental me, resources, And she's using government, and that's what, to yeah. me, makes it even less ethical. Like, it yeah. makes me almost more uncomfortable than the bullshit that spews out of her father's mouth. Because I actually think she's brilliant. I think she's brilliant, intelligent, and amazing, can do some amazing things. But, like, come at me real. Like, oh, yeah, I think I can be effective in this position and doing this, this, and that. Whatever. Don't try to play me like, oh, yeah, I have security clearance to find out all this information about what's going on in the West Wing, and I'm just, but I'm just there to kind of just be there and, like, yeah. be eyes and ears. That's, that's crap. You want to have an influence. That's why you're in the West Wing, and you want to be an influence, and that doesn't necessarily mean a negative influence, but don't try to lie and cover it up and make it seem like it's something that it's not. Right. I'm not and, I, an and, and, and here's the thing. I think that <laughs> this is the problem that we have right now is that everybody kind of reads way into too many things. And I'm not I'm not a defender of Donald Trump. I'm a Hillary Clinton Democrat. So like it is very much a for me, I look at it and go, well, Ivanka probably said that during the campaign, realize that her dad is like <laughs> right now is two months in and shit's hitting the fan. And she has always been the one to like ring, you know, ring everything in. Yeah. And so, like, now she has to be there by his side because nobody else can do it. If you saw what happened when Angela Merkel, Chancellor Merkel, was there last week, who was there with him? Ivanka was there. Because there's only one person that can speak for the president in a way that kind of makes sense to everybody that's not Joe. Yeah, but with him doing all these... Purist. Sorry, no, go no, on. No, I was going to say, but with, her, with him doing all these crazy tweets and doing all this stuff, and there already is these ethical issues, and there's definitely going to be some potential conflicts down the line that we're seeing already unfold, and it's going to get worse, I believe... Do you think that she can even remotely save his image at this stage? I don't know if it's about saving his image. I think it's about <laughs> saving whatever that... She, if this is she genuinely is going in there is going to do that, saving that. Because at the end of the day, to me, Trump has done nothing but prove that he's not going to stop tweeting right. because that's what he likes well, to not, do. That's his only way of communicating that's his, to the people. Yeah, that... Right. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, to him. To him. To him in that, his like, head, yeah. To, right. Right. Definitely a spy, to me, it's just like, <laughs> when it comes to Trump, it's like that... He we've, we've been saying this from the beginning. He's this caricature. He's this this thing and that's what he so to me I don't think and she's used to that so she's not going to tell him to stop that or she maybe she does but that's I think her mind is more so on okay what agendas can I really push in here I think that Ivanka would have done a much better job if she had been in the role of the first lady which would have not been the first time that a, fir- that a daughter has been in the role of the, as, of the, of the first lady um, Melania could have stayed in New York doing whatever she's doing, and Ivanka could have rebranded that whole image from the East Wing, and she could have had an office in the East Wing, and that probably should have been the best way they could have handled that. Is that would have been don't put her in, don't put her in the West Wing, put her in the East Wing, give her the office of the First Lady, and then let her do her thing. But that's what makes me feel also that this is because the West Wing is sort of the 
axis of power. And I feel like, it, and not necessarily that it would be a bad thing if Ivanka was in power, but I think that it sort of feeds the narrative that this is a dynastical sort of situation of like a, 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 a negative usurpment of power that I don't want to see happening. And you already have your husband that is now approved advisor. And yes, he got rid of his like real estate fortune or whatever and like gave it to in a trust or whatever trust, he is yeah. so that he could take on an advisory role. But there is something very uncomfortable to me about the way this is sort of panning out and the idea that she, oh, I'm not going to be in the West Wing. I just want to be this first. Like, she made it seem like that the first lady sort of role is sort of the role that she wanted to step in and that kind of thing. And I would, that was more accepting. And now that you sort of pull the wool over us and then decide to do something else again only feeds the continued situation that we're like, what y'all really got going on up in there that we you're making me really uncomfortable at this point because Scandal. you're literally like setting up your family in all of these weird places and it's sad because I don't want to like reference some like fictional nonsense but it feels like a, I literally have said multiple times it feels like a really fucked up episode of Scandal that's about to go down and that we're trying to like you're saying that oh she you know she can speak for her father in a way that like he can't I'm saying that's the way that, that the Trump that, that's what it's been works, going yeah. and that's the way it's been going but I take issue with that and that scares me and it makes me very uncomfortable because I don't you're supposed to be the president, you're supposed to be able to communicate the way that you're supposed to be able to communicate to the people and do what you're supposed mm -hmm. to do and feed that properly. Your daughter sort of making this happen for you the way that it needs to happen and then homeboy Steve Bannon's over there doing his own thing and they're saying he's running the speeches and making determinations about this. Like, I'm not comfortable with any of that. It feels yeah. very wrong to me and it doesn't feel any less wrong because of the way they chose to do it. Well, you just know that he's not really running anything. And, and I think that's the, that's the reality of the situation is that presidents don't run anything. The White House staff does. Yeah. And so where Steve Bannon is a senior advisor, yes, he runs it. The most powerful, and I tell people this all the time, the most powerful person in Washington is the White House chief of staff. It is not the president of the United States because the chief of staff runs everybody. Even though Wrights Priebus is a weak chief of staff, but traditionally the chief of staff is pretty much other than the president, speaker of the house, and the vice president, the chief of staff, is the one running the country. He runs and, the machine. And and that's the, and Washington is a machine. He runs the machine, for sure. Yeah. But we also have somebody that, whatever, this is a, like, this this conversation into, uh, something uh, else. This turned into a mantra. This turned into a political culture on BHO, which you can catch with Drexel leading it. Tuesdays at 6 o'clock. Bam! Check him out. All right, well, we could go on and on about Trump, which we always I try do. I think we should just sometimes just put a bullet point as Trump. Ivanka, just and do something. Put, positive. Yeah, like, positive. Just because yes. I don't want to. We'll, I, I we'll love, believe the yes. best of you. I just want to know if they kept the garden. Can Ivanka get out there and do some gardening? Uh, Ivanka ain't garden. doing no gardening. She ain't doing. She's not in the East Wing. She ain't picking out no china. She no. ain't picking out no flowers. She is trying. Look, she is Olivia Pope trying to get control. I hope she's of not shit. Olivia Pope. She's trying to get control of this shit. All right, we're gonna move on to the Eero Web Story Spotlight of the Week. You know, what, you know what, Steve? Spotlight Remix that week. for me again. Give me another EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week beat. He's like, where did it come from? It's magical in here. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know if this subject is any better. <laughs> it's one of those days. All right. So um, there is a new study on the market that is basically saying that 
if you are walking while black, it is a dangerous thing to be. Um, <laughs> no shit, Charlie. You make a hit, shots. You can't even go to a pedestrian crosswalk anymore. Uh, a, a University of Nevada, Las Vegas research team shows that drivers are less likely to break for African-American pedestrians while crossing the That's street. So are, you, are you hitting the table up. that hard because it's black, too? Is yeah, this yeah, exactly. just in Las Vegas, or is this nationwide? This is a nationwide study. Okay, because I was going to try to contribute it yeah. to alcoholism, but no. now, I was, <laughs> now, now this is what This is what some of the facts that the study does show. There's a disparity. The disparity is greater depending on whether the pedestrian is in a high or low-income neighborhood. That's oh, number one. Damn, the second one is the average number of vehicles to pass by a black pedestrian who, who was already in the crosswalk was at least seven times higher compared with a white pedestrian in the wealthier neighborhood. Researchers have also found that drivers yielded to the pedestrian waiting at the curb to cross about 52% of the time in the high-income neighborhood and 71% of the time in the low-income neighborhood, which is kind of I have some questions about that. (laughs) Yeah. I have some questions on on how it it shook down. Like, A, low-income neighborhood, people driving in low-income neighborhoods are not going to be white like white drivers, it's just not going to happen. So are black drivers just not stopping at cross, like stopping for people walking across the street? Well, that's uh, assuming that's, it's a low income. Black I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going, I'm just yeah, going, assuming. I'm just yeah. going by like if it's walking while black, obviously, and they use low income neighborhoods. Obviously, they were in a low income black neighborhood. Like, like they're not the black low income black neighborhood. Like they're not shipping, they're not black, shipping people black people to a trailer park. Right. Like, like, hey, white cross the street. Cross the street. Right, right, So then I want to know how they got these statistics. Were they watching people? Were they sitting back with clipboards? They being did like, a scientific study. Yeah, I want to know what the scientists. I want to know how they, 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 they didn't this. break out the details on the pen but and the clicker. I would like Drexel. to see right. something because it is kind of like, how are you setting this up? Because, honey, when I drive down Lancashire, anyone that hits that one little <laughs> crosswalk sign, you getting hit. White, black, Asian, persuasion, here, whatever your persuasion is, at that one, you getting hit. Do you guys live in the Valley? It, I yeah. also wonder if it, de- it depends on the type of different crosswalks. So, uh, you know, I mean, if you're in a I mean, that's true. The crosswalks, that's they have true. the lights. Like, did they put the right. element into the fact that, like, there are certain, like, neighborhoods where there isn't there a light, no, yeah. where there should be a light right. because, you know, the representatives ain't really fighting for a light right. at the intersection. It's just a stop sign or whatever it is. So maybe those are also... what. But I would assume if you're doing, like, a full encompassing study, you're supposed to have those variables. Yeah, and, like, I just want to know I mean, what well, well, here's the thing. There's two parts to it. But that's fucked up if y'all just running over black people just because they ain't <laughs> in the crosswalk. No, the first thing I thought about when I saw the research about the, the not stopping for black pedestrians is is the white person rolling through the low income neighborhood and they're so nervous that they don't want to. They even, don't want to. They don't want their I, car to I, slow down at all. They just zipping so around. You kill somebody? So, so somebody just happens to be walking across the crosswalk. They didn't even notice that. They're too busy trying to get out of the neighborhood. They're like, get out! Get out! Clink, 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 clink. If you saw the movie, you Except know that it's reference. It's more like, right. Which or, is so messed up because then black folks in the white neighborhood is like super cautious because you ain't trying to get pulled over by the police. By the police. Straight up. So no, wait, I'm it has nothing to do with like the white pedestrian. It just has to do with, I'm just not trying to get arrested. I'm right, just not right, trying to like, right. so you're trying to follow the rules. Exactly. Right. Honestly, I, I really actually question if it is about the like wealthier like neighborhood having lights because I, I will admit this. 
that. You know what I mean? There are certain times where you it's like running over Negro. No, <laughs> I don't judge. <laughs> but bitch, if there ain't, run over if there is no light, there be times where I just be pretending like production don't have the right of way. It's a stop sign. Oh, yeah, but you do not want to do that in California. That's a ticket out here. That is a horrible ticket. If you don't don't hit anybody yeah. in California, yeah, it is a all, super okay, rap. I'm not gonna hit nobody, but I'm saying like if they're waiting at a, a, at a <laughs> you sign, don't be waiting instead of like right. stopping and being like, go ahead, like no, I'm gonna stop because y'all ain't move. If I see you try to move, then I'll be like, all right. It but depends on moving, it I'm depends going, on how California fast I'm going. Rolls. It depends on how so, fast I'm going. Oh my god, you know that is that no, I don't want to be on the road with either of these people. Sometimes you've driven with me how many times? I mean, like walking on the road while y'all sometimes when you're driving, I never hit nothing. And I got my music playing, and I'm in a zone. Okay, I just don't notice that the person to the right is trying to cross. Now, when I notice. I will stop. Now, if you they, realize this public record, right? So you no, don't no, run I over stop, somebody, I and they stop. don't be like, this I'm not boy running over anybody. When he not, was wait, would you record me? They call you a camera. Are you recording me? Yeah, yeah. Big brothers There are three of them. Big brothers watching. When this mysteriously goes like ring on the camera, oh you're gonna know why. I did some. Derek's ring gonna be like ring ring. Can y'all no, wait, can y'all get me so out of jail? I ran over somebody. We're like, nah, bro. We reality can't check you. two weeks ago. We randomly were talking about something, and there was just something Ashley said. And it wasn't that bad, but it was so funny because I had mentioned because she had thought who was it. Uh, Charo was dead, <laughs> and so I made a really inappropriate joke. But for some reason, the tape got messed up. So I was like, "Yeah, it was Big Brother." Big Brother was like, oh my gosh. "That's because you uh, No, and, and I mean, no. But here's the that's other thing: too, that your blessings. A lot of times, there are not lights at the stop stop. Darren, let's not dig anything deeper with this. No, I, I, no. I'm just saying in general. Just I, I've said if you that see I a wish that. Darryl, you're supposed to but stop. I I know. I I passed my driver's test. I'm telling you, did I know. You? I did. Okay. I did with flying colors. Okay. And, you shouldn't and have missed that question. And I may have skipped over that question just a little bit. No, okay. I'm just playing. Because you can only skip over two. That's you can only skip true. over two. Miss two. Is it two? No, California or one. is like three or four. Oh. California, like, that's why. Listen, this I the drivers are the test when people. I came out here. Uh, well, then they made me pay my back taxes on my car because I had bought my car like six months ago. They were like, if you bought your car within a year, you have to pay California taxes. I was like, Oh, because you didn't need a new license. If, when you come out here and you need a new license, you have to get take the test. You have to and take the test. When yeah. I tell you, the test is like a coloring book. It's like, dee, 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 dee. I was looking at some of these questions like, well, I would hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but some of them, they try and trick you, though. No. They try and trick in you with In Massachusetts, they try to trick you. In California, I'm like, it's like, the question is, um, how far do you have to drive behind a trolley? Uh, 50 feet. Pick A. Pick C. Don't pick this one. It's like... We must have had different tests. Yeah, we. I, I was I, like, I, mine was hard. I don't know about this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't, we had a different test. I don't yeah. Yeah. Derek, Drexel, whatever test you was <laughs> taking. Drexel and I had the you same test. You know what it was? It was the black test. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They might yeah. not be lying. They might, lying. Just, they might have just slipped out. They're like here. The wrong well, in that in that underprivileged neighborhood, we want to make sure you're running over as many of you as you can. We're gonna stop you anyway. See, I took mine in Glendale, so and we'll try to. You must have got the Asian test. They said, oh. you, you, oh, that's why okay. The white guy said that. I the white guy said that. I openly admit, California has made me semi-racist in a way towards uh, Asians and Hispanics. I'm just saying, I had a great conversation about 
Asians and driving with a white woman. But anyway. Wow. That's, no, that's like, what you going to say with in, an Asian woman. In terms of breaking it down, it was in Costco. She was selling jewelry mm. and she had this, she had been like traveling the world and I don't know how accurate it was. It could have been a totally crazy woman. How did but you talking guys get about, to this subject when she's selling jewelry <laughs> right. in Costco? Okay, Just, understand that, you know, you earthy white women like to get into like deep conversation. Yeah, you know how it's like, you meet an earthy white chick and she'd be like, ooh, black girl with an afro. Let's talk deep. And like suddenly the conversation is like not about your beads and the African beads that like the ladies, whatever. And she like went into this whole thing about traveling the world and she spent a lot of time in Asia and her cultural understanding of Asians and how they use each other to figure things out and not branch out of the neighborhood and that kind of things and how that influences the driving sort of why the stereotype exists in her mind at least in America and what piece because there's truth in every stereotype and where the truth is in the stereotype and where it comes from and it was actually really interesting and enlightening and it was an earthy white lady up in Costco so yeah, an earthy white lady. Those selling Ugandan you beans you can have in Costco yeah. exactly not, not too busy or with earthy white people yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. Just go find you an earthy white person. She was, she was cool. Sorry. Her name was Mad- Madeline, I think. It was Madeline. That sounds earthy. Shout out to Madeline. She had dreadlocks. Oh. oh wow! That was see that just took the whole situation. Appropriation or appreciation? I'm pretty sure it was not on purpose. But that's another conversation. Moving on. Okay. Wow, okay. <laughs> on that note. Whoa. Just but her beads were real nice. Cats. I still got them Ugandan beads. They real nice. Go on. In okay. <laughs> From uh, I don't even know how to segue into the next subject. <laughs> I don't know that. what the, so I'm the just funniest part is Rachel would probably be like, oh, I know her. Right. Rachel. Shout we out to Rachel. We miss you, Rachel. True. Shout out to Rachel True. You ain't here today, but we think about you, boo. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you. Loves you. Uh, two other people that we are thinking about are two black women who have just made history. I am just so honored and happy to be announcing this. Don Cook and Stephanie Johnson are the first black women to pilot a Delta Airlines mainline flight together. Captain Stephanie Johnson is Delta's first African-American female captain in history. Wow. And now I would have loved to see the faces of the people, you know, as, you know, the captain always says goodbye when you're walking out and then, you know, you don't sometimes get to see the captain before you start the you know, the plane starts. And it's just like, oh, oh, oh. Would you be oh. surprised? I would be surprised to see two black women flying my plane. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, why? I, would, I would love it. I would love it, but I would just be in surprised. My mind, never, I'm more surprised that this see, is the first time. I I, I hardly see women <laughs> That's in general. True. So just I, whatever ratio, I hardly yeah. see women. And then to see two black women, I don't know if I've ever seen a black woman pilot on any of my planes. May, maybe once, but I don't... Because I wonder, sure. when I saw the picture, I was like, I wonder if they... Because, you know, they'll stand up and they'll sometimes they'll welcome you yeah. as you're coming on the yeah. plane. And I'm like... And I thought to myself, would I even process that they were the captains about to fly the plane? Like, I don't think it would have... I don't think it would have registered. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. But that's, At all. That's kind of sad. It is sad. You know what I mean? I think I... W- I, I don't think in my... Years I've ever had a female. Years uh, I've ever had a female pilot. I don't ever. think so either. I, 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 I don't know that I recall pilot. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, as far as I remember, not one that I recall. I have. But once again, I, I might have, and I didn't. I may have not like right. put it together. Like, oh, you're the pilot. Yeah. Like, I feel I like didn't. now, I don't maybe really... when I was younger, I would have. I wouldn't have remembered. But like now, I probably would have remembered seeing a female pilot because I would have been like. Well, I never had a yeah, I never check for the pilot. Like, I mean, I hear oh, I'm always oh, checking for the pilot. Because I'm like, Karen, they drunk. Yeah, me too. When I saw that Denzel movie, <laughs> Yo, I was like, oh, me too. hell no. <laughs> me Let me too. look at your eyes. Are your pupils dilated? <laughs> like, I I'm always no looking for the pilot. For that, I always so. pop my head right up in there. Hello. Mm-hmm. Look, if it's Final Destination, honey, then Jesus is going to be protecting me. That's all I have. Because I, I don't want to preempt something before I get onto a plane. And, 
I feel like I'm too old to do those tours, but I really want to do the tours at the beginning, like where they show you the cockpit oh, and everything. They, the but they only let the kids do that. They give you your little wings, but they probably don't do that to anybody over the age of like five. I could so see Daryl be. Oh, I would be all like, like, can I sit there? I'm like, can I sit down? Can I can I touch the can I touch the uh, steering wheel? She's like, no, that's inappropriate. Um, well, this is what Miss Stephanie Johnson had to say, who I mentioned as already that she's the first African American female captain for Delta. She said she told USA Today. She said, "I feel a great sense of responsibility to be a positive role model." She said, "There was so few women in this profession, and too many women who still don't think of it as a career option." When I was hired by Northwest many years back, there were twelve African American women airline pilots in the country at at the major airlines, and I. Knew all of their names. It's only twelve. Only twelve. So that's deep. You know, if you really think about wow. all of the pilots in the world, that would be why we ain't seen them. It's, yeah, it's like, uh, uh, what's that percentage? I mean, that's got to be. I don't even know. I don't even know what that small. is. When my dad, my dad was a he retired from the Marine Corps a few years ago, and when he was promoted to colonel, uh, there were only there were about like five hundred colonels in the Marine Corps, and there were only fifty black colonels. Damn. So like this isn't this this, this is, isn't yeah. this is you're not surprised yeah I'm not surprised by yeah. that mm-hmm. uh, but this is not this was in the 2000s yeah. this is like yeah you know I mean well you know what congrats to congrats. to the sisters because they're making history and I would love to fly in their flight fly I'm gonna find me a Delta right. flight the, you know well, where I they don't can, fly Delta pretty soon they'll be flying Air Force One but not for this president for some reason somebody yeah not for this president not so much you ain't gonna can let y'all that go happen. to JetBlue because I don't like Delta no more. <laughs> I don't even want to know why you don't like Delta because it may make me nervous about flying Delta. Because Madeline wasn't on it. That's right. That's what it was. My earthy white girl. Isn't Delta the one that had the racial issue? Well, yeah, but for the longest time, Delta was like one of the only flights I could get from L.A. straight to Atlanta because Delta Mm. is a hub. Oh, yeah. And... You were trying to go to the ATL. I've had some experiences. No, Daryl, that was you last week. Right, because you put it back in the topics this week. I did did. because I wanted to talk about who Daryl wants to go to an orgy, guys. It was the ATL. In ATL. So next time y'all have one. Not just any orgy. Next time y'all have one, send him an invite. That's right. All right. Um, All right, we got to wrap now. So where can fans find you, Courtney? I am all over social media and not at the ATL orgy at Stuart So she says. Never that. And (laughs) DJ Jesse J. I ain't at that one. But I'm at. DJ Jesse J. <laughs> Drexel. You can find me at Costco or online <laughs> at Drexel Heard and watch Political Culture Tuesdays at 6 o'clock. Check mm-hmm. out, it's a great show on BHL. Um, they have, you have some great guests coming up too. We Where do some have some guests. guests. We just had Congressman Swalwell, uh, who's on the Intelligence Committee, on Tuesday. Uh, we've got a former John Kerry speechwriter on next Tuesday and then a few social media people. And April's got some jam packed guests as well. Check Very it out. Cool. I love the show. We'll have the guestie on your show. Yeah. You get all three yeah. of us, you get a three for one. Oh, yes. All right. You can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and also on the Walking Dead After Buzz show Sunday nights. Only two episodes left. Have a great weekend. Peace. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Daryl Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.